Hi, and thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. As always, Tim Reagan, the founder of Prairie View Wealth Partners. Hi, and, Katie. And I'm Katie Umlin, the head of marketing. Uh, today, we're talking about credit cleanup and what does that look like for your kids as they head to college? Should you get them a credit card? How does that impact their financial aid? How does that impact student loans? Um, all that kind of wrapped together. So I know this is really relevant for you. Your kids are in the process of going to college, done with college, um, about to head to college. So talk a little bit. It doesn't have to be what you're doing with your kids, but how how should people go about that for their kids that are slowly leaving the nest? Should they be getting credit cards? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I think there's a few things that we would start to look at. One is in the short term, going to college when I go to college, there's that kind of problem set. But beyond that, it's really how am I setting my child up for long-term success and how do we help them uh, to do things as well as me as a parent, what are the things that maybe I should be thinking about and, and how should I be getting myself best situated to uh, to get them off in the best way? Uh, one of the things that we suggest is when when kids start to get out on their own, you know, whatever age that is, uh, in your house, in our house, we're we're the type that as soon as they are 15, they're getting their permit, they're starting to learn to drive, and at 16, you are hitting the road, right? Uh, and and so for us, at that point in time, we always looked at it like I don't want to be playing bank every time I need them to stop and get milk. Mm-hmm. I don't want to figure out, oh wait, I got to go get two dollars and eighty two cents yeah. to pay them back. Well, I guess now it's ten dollars and eighty two cents, but uh, <laughs> you know, to, to pay them back for the milk. Um, and so, and so, what we've done is we've always added the kids as a signer on our credit card and got them their own credit card in their name. Credit and, card, not a debit card. Yeah, we use credit card uh, first. We we would suggest credit card versus debit just because of some of the protections. You know, if they lose the credit card somehow, uh, not that my kids ever have, they have not. Um, but at 16, 17, 18, yeah. you know, that's a, a real thing. Uh, I've even at heard 32. some people, yeah, <laughs> I've heard some people left it at the bar. When they yeah, were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That gratuity gets a lot higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, and so the, what happens is with the credit card, if something like that happens, there's more protections around, uh, fraudulent charges and, and that kind of stuff. But beyond that, just by them having their name on your credit card, that starts to build a little bit of credit history for them. Okay. Uh, and so it starts to help them when they it comes time for them to get a, their own, to have at least a little bit of credit history. Now, that's assuming you're good, good credit, uh, you're credit that's worthy, right? That's a good right? thing. Yeah. 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 Um, well, going along with that, I, we have a friend uh, who didn't understand credit cards enough at the time when her parents, I don't know if her parents signed her up. I don't know if she signed up but wound up with a lot of debt mm-hmm. that was, she wasn't, oh, didn't understand well enough. So I immediately, I'm like, like be credit aware also yeah. with like, have a 100%. very clear conversation with your kids. Well, and that's <laughs> why they're, they're, they're on our account, not their own. Uh, the bill still comes in. I, I get one bill and then I go through and, and see what that bill looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also though, as you have that conversation, the conversation has to be around, what are the boundaries? What is this card for? And what is it not for? Yep. Uh, you know, in our house. Taco the, Bell isn't an emergency. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah and, and it depends. You know, for some for some families, they say, oh, no, we cover all of our kids' expenses. Mm-hmm. In our house, our kids are responsible for their own gas. They're responsible for any time they go out. That's their money they have to use. I'm not, I don't finance fun. Um, and so for them, it, they know that the credit card is only used for dad asked me to stop it. 
Jewel on the way home, mm-hmm. or uh, or maybe I was running my sister around a bunch this week, and mom said, throw 20 bucks worth of gas in, and I can use their credit card. You know, it's kind of setting up those boundaries for what is it, when can it be used, and what shouldn't it be. Uh, but by having them on the card as a signer, it does help to start to build. First, I think it, it helps with not only their credit, but it helps them, to your point, around what are good habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a cousin of ours uh, who, through college, had to, I remember I went and visited him at his apartment, and he had a, a awesome TV on the wall. Oh, no. He had a new new like uh, gaming system and all this stuff. I'm like, man, where are you getting all the money for that? He's like, what do you mean? It's only twenty bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Not no, what no. you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. For the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and so you know, it's all of those things that help to help to set those habits early on. Then they can be wise with that, with managing their credit longer term as well. We think. So do you? Um, so I know you mentioned like you don't finance fun for your kids. So do you have? Do they have a credit card in their own, or do they use debit cards? So they would. Uh, with our kids, if it's their own money, they're using their debit card. Okay. Uh, again, the, the most credit card companies won't allow you to get a credit card until you're 18. Sure. And so when they're at home, they're using the, the credit card. The other thing that's helpful with that as an aside is when they go off to college, there are going to be expenses mm-hmm. that they need to pay for that maybe are things that as a parent, I would normally pay for. Them having a card is, is an easy way to do that. Uh, well, and that's better than... I, when I was in college, mom and dad paid for my rent. Um, they would pay for groceries, um, occasionally when I was, when I was in college, most, most things were on me, but they definitely took care of a lot of things for me. And they had, um, I had a checkbook from them, but that's probably dating me more than them. But, (laughs) um, and they would just tell me like, you know, write your rent check. Like, I don't want to get involved. Like just here's a checkbook. But I felt so guilty having them pay for all this stuff. Well, then I would overdraw the account Yeah, because I was supposed to be managing the account, letting them know like, Hey, I need you to deposit more in, but I felt so bad. I felt like, yes. And I felt like I should be able to even though they were telling me to that that's what they were going to pay for, they just said, just let us know and we'll put more in. <laughs> and so it would have all these overdraft fees. Probably, <laughs> they're like, uh, yeah. like you're driving me nuts. Yeah. Um, but, but, so, but, but it also helped you learn. It did. Right? And so by sometimes by transitioning some of that ownership of you're going to handle this, here's how you're going to do it with our supervision, with our help, really helps to set the right guidelines because you wouldn't overdraw your account now would you right exactly uh, no because alex takes care of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh you know the other thing that we find is that as kids go to school uh one of the things that's helpful is get them that that's a great time to get them their own card but not their own regular credit card uh in our opinion we would suggest getting them like their target card uh the target card is something that is going to help them to build credit. Uh, it's something that then they can go out and buy their, you know, the staples that they need to have. Uh, but then also that bill is coming into our house. So now I'm paying the bill. Uh, I know it's getting paid on time. I know it's building their credit, mm-hmm. I, all that kind of stuff. But it's not a credit card that they can just go out and go crazy with. Sure. Uh, I mean, I guess you go crazy at Target. But, uh, <laughs> but usually, yes, you can. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, but usually those those cards come with a lower limit. So uh, they might have a $500 credit limit. So even if they go crazy, they ain't going that crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, again, another way to teach them how do I use this and what's the right balance. Uh, so kind of going back to 
credit debt and um, financial aid? Like what does, how does that all impact each other? Like your credit score versus getting financial aid? Like, is that all lumped together? Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's not uh, as much as you would think. So what, what ends up happening is that, which is one reason why we encourage parents and students alike to really manage your debt load and how much you have going out. Because when you, it comes time to file your FAFSA, your uh, federal application for student aid, um, that's an application that everybody files when kids are ready to go to school. They're going to look at like your income. They're going to look at the, your your students' income. They're going to look at both your assets, your student assets. They're not going to ask you what your debt payments are. And so when you when they say, here's how much we think you should be able to afford paying for your kid's college, if most of your income is going to debt service, doesn't show up and they don't care, right? And so uh, it's really based on what do you have, not what do you owe. So it's all just uh, income-based? It's Most of it is income okay. and asset-based. And so now if, if you've put yourself into a position where you have most of your income accounted for for mandatory kind of obligations, you're going to be in a tougher spot. Because you're not going to get to, as much financial aid. That's right. Well, because your financial aid number is going to be the same, but you won't have as much discretionary income mm-hmm. and assets to be able to afford it. Uh, similarly, you know, the as you look at that, uh, at having that kind of conversation, uh, when it comes time to pay the bill, I don't know that I've ever seen somebody that was denied for borrowing money to go to school, which is really dangerous Mm -hmm. because you can end up borrowing money that you shouldn't be borrowing, getting a degree that is never going to pay that back and and you're in a really rough spot, right? Uh, And so what our suggestion is before you start going out and looking at schools and doing some of that stuff, sit down and really have a very serious conversation with both parent and student around what are the right parameters that we should what should put into place. Um, it's hard and it's funny it's to me because many, many families approach the college decision different than they would any other decision in their life. Many times families will just start going to schools and we hope that we get some financial aid, but whatever it is, we're going to sign up for. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't buy a house that way. No. You would say here, I'm going to set my price range and I'm only going to look at houses in my price range, mm-hmm. uh, if my if my price range is three hundred thousand, I'm not going to go look at a million dollar house. Right. So I'm going to fall in love with a million dollar house, and there's no way I could ever do that. Uh, and very similarly, it kind of goes to school as well, because students and parents can borrow virtually unlimited amounts of money uh, to go to school. You end up in a place where you can kind of get yourself upside down really mm-hmm. easily. Uh, if you don't put some parameters and on at, at that the outset, time of your life, you're seventeen, eighteen money doesn't really mean anything you have no you can't put it all together like what does this all mean like i remember when i was deciding between schools i was deciding between a state school and a private university and obviously there's a big (laughs) price difference there um and mom and dad sat me down and said like this is how much we're giving you no matter where you go the rest is up to you to pay for yep and if you go to this school, this is how much your payments are going to be. And if you go to this school, this is how much your payments are going to be when you're done. Um, and even having those conversations, I still, it didn't land. No. It didn't land with me. Like, what does that? There's no way for it to, right? Because you just you have don't. No have, relev- you yeah. have no. The background just isn't there. Yeah. Uh, and similarly, we see it, though, even with parents that do have the background, that have worked, that have, you know, that they can 
they have some parameters by which they can they can judge that. Uh, we see them also going into those conversations, though, making decisions for you know Johnny or Jill or whomever, and and really sacrificing their retirement because they're overpaying for the college education, mm-hmm. um, which is great for the kids. But but the number of times we see parents that now have to go out and continue to work longer or can't have. Uh, Their kids support them in retirement. And then that's like, well, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, And so it really is a balancing act of how do we make sure that we're making good choices around not only leading up to the the college portion of our lives, but then making that college decision. And then afterwards, how do we manage that? Um, So kind of going back to credit cards and what does that credit score look like and, and kind of putting your, helping your child to set them up for a good financial decisions moving forward. If they have some kind of savings, should you be transferring that to their name when they get that age, like to give them? Yeah. So really good question. Uh, so if we go back to we had that brief conversation about how that uh, FAFSA form is, mm-hmm. is used and how do they determine how much aid do you get or how much help do you get? Uh, they look at what assets are in your child's name as well as what assets are in the parent's name. Assets that are in the child's name are accounted for much higher than assets in a parent's name. So what that means is if I have $1,000 in an account, they're going to expect more of that $1,000 to go towards school if my child has it sure. versus if it's in my name. Sure. And so what we what we encourage people to do is to be careful with when you do that, that document or that form, it is as of the day you do the form. So if you normally, like, let's say you talked about uh, your mom and dad, when you went to school, they're like, here's how much we're going to give you to go to school. Well, if that's what the plan is, you're going to have the student manage that. Don't fill out the FAFSA the day after you gave them a big deposit to go pay for school. Mm-hmm. Do it the day before when it's still in your name, not in, not in their name uh-huh, type of thing. And so managing those things really, really looks like first, just make good money decisions. Don't get overloaded in debt. Uh, make sure that you're living within your budget. And then just the the finer points are make sure that you're just being smart with how you, how you fill out that document. So going back to financial aid and um, what does that look like and thinking about when your kids are on campus, should they get a job to start paying for some of their things? How does that affect their financial aid? What does that piece look like. Absolutely. And so like we talked about a little bit, uh, you know, that financial aid is looking at your income and students' income. And so a lot of times people will think if the student's working, uh, that won't have an effect, but it actually does. It will affect their financial aid. So if they work too much, they could see a, a pretty big decrease. But on the flip side, that's also one way to help them to manage their debt through through college. You know, to think that I get to go four years and have no need for income and I'm just going to somehow pay for it by accumulating (laughs) debt or really isn't your best bet. So even though it might hurt you a little bit on financial aid, it's a far better long-term financial decision to let them have a job, use that money, don't build debt. Uh, Because a lot of times we see kids that end up building credit card debt, especially because they have no choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I don't have an income, how I've got to live to eat. Yeah. Uh, and beer has got to be bought. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess I don't remember. So when you say like um, you have some more income coming, do you have to fill out a FAFSA every, every year then? Yeah. So uh, you usually 
you typically it opens in October uh, for the coming year. So it's it's like you're a whole year behind because you're doing it doing it in October for the next school okay. year. Uh, and yeah, every year. Okay. Um, let's see what else do I, what else do we want to know about you college? Know, I think I don't know about college itself, but <laughs> I think that when you think about uh, your kids and you or or young people. One of the things that I think people sometimes don't always understand or don't always think about is the the years from 20 to 30, the decisions that people make in that decade probably have a bigger effect on their long-term financial security than any other decade of their lives. No pressure. Yeah, how about <laughs> it? Uh, and so helping your kids to make those good decisions is critical. Uh, and the reason that it has such a big effect if you think about, you know, everybody talks about kind of the law of compounding and, mm-hmm. and how it's such a big deal. Uh, I heard one time that uh, money that's saved earlier. So I'll, I'll use the example of two twin brothers. Uh, if one of them graduates school at 18, starts saving money, puts money aside all the way up until the time he's 25, then he ended up getting married, doesn't have any more money, can't put it in anymore. If his, if his other brother went off to school, went to grad school, and didn't start saving until he was 25, if they put the same amount of money in every year, the brother number two would have to save all the way until he was in his 60s to equal the same amount of money the brother number one had after only saving for five years. Oh, wow. Because of compounding interest. And so what ends up happening is if you flip that around the the and say, now instead of saving that money, I accumulated debt. Mm-hmm. The interest on that debt also compounds. And so if I start in a hole, it is extremely hard for me to get out of that hole. But if I start on the right foot, then setting myself up right in that first decade can really carry me well into the future. Well, and it's even simple. It's simple things, but it's also they can make a big difference. I remember when Alex and I first started dating, I was like, man, I have these student loans and they just aren't going away. I'm making my payments every every month, but they, it just is not doing, it's not making any dents. And um, he logged in and was able to see that it from a simple thing, like it was set up that my payments were, I had, you know, you have several student loans, like different interest rates yep. and um, that it was making equal payments on all my student loans. Well, there's some that have way higher interest rates. Yep than others. And so just simply changing the settings basically and how my student loans were being automatically paid to focus on the high interest first yep. made a huge difference. 100%. Uh, got chip away at the high interest rates um, first rather than all of them equally getting paid down. Yeah. Um, it, it's That's so frustrating to me because who who tells you that? I know. Like who sets you up and explains that stuff to you? Yeah. I mean- well, and you were coming out of a out of a home that had Very, dad. Dad was a financial exactly. advisor. We're in the financial advising business here. I mean, like I was well set up. Yeah, like I had tools, and I that still wasn't yep. something that I understood. Yeah, and so it's it just I feel it feels very frustrating with like, well, how how would you have known that, or <laughs> yeah. who tells you that? And that's so frustrating. I spent five years making these payments, and I could have. Made, made the same down. amount yep. of payments, but gone way differently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and at that point, uh, many times parents are shifting, right? So they're saying, "No, I'm going to transition," and the parent isn't thinking about those details. Exactly. They're, they're not digging into that. Uh, so yeah, so there's a lot to to kind of unpack there, which hopefully 
having a little bit of this conversation now and, and people can hear it and think yeah. about it. Hopefully it helps to get exactly like, the right foot. Hey, here's some quick tips yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after college. Um, so again, this is maybe a topic that we can dive a little deeper on. Let us know if there are more specific questions you want us to talk about, um, especially we do maybe a stump the chump yeah. uh, episode. On it that? sounds like I got a lot of questions yeah. to, to throw <laughs> well, at you. Well, now, now that Dylan is going to be one, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like so close. So <laughs> yeah. I have to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess look for more information on the next stump the chump. Um, but even before that, if you have topics you'd like us to talk about, or if you want us to dive deeper on any of these things, um, let us know. Um, in the comments or send us a note. Um, and if you found any of this valuable, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. Um, and we hope that we can help you to live your legacy with confidence. Thank you. Take care.